live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harold. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end, destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things I've learned, like learned in this job, is um, uh, when you're do when you're leading, when you're getting getting things done. Yeah, you take incoming fire. That's just the nature of it. Uh, I roll out of bed in the morning. I've got corporate media outlets that have a spasm just the fact that I'm getting up in the morning, and it's constantly attacking. And this is just what's happened. I don't think any governor got attacked more, particularly by corporate media, than me over my four-year term. And yet, I think what you, what you learn is all that's just noise. And really what matters is, are you leading? Are you getting in front of issues? Uh, are you delivering results for people? And are you standing up for folks? And if you do that, then none of that stuff matters. And, and that's what we've done. We focused on results and leadership. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I would just uh, tell people to go check out the scoreboard from last Tuesday night. Uh, the fact of the matter is... Shots fired. There it is. There it is. All right. There it is. You know, the fact of the matter is we, um, it, it was the, the, the greatest uh, Republican victory in the history of the state of Florida. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen. If you didn't hear it, it's uh, because sometimes if it doesn't come out of both uh, ears, for some reason, some people's devices don't pick it up. And that was only coming out of one of my uh, headphones. So here. So if you did not, if you missed it, what Ron DeSantis said was the media said, what do you make of Trump's statements towards you? And he said, look, when you're doing well, when you're doing things right, when you're on top, you're going to hear a lot of noise. You got to be thick skinned, blah, blah, you know, and, and, and everything he was saying was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. And I also do not expect Ron DeSantis not to respond to President Trump in an alpha male way, which he did. And he said, I would remind him and everybody to go look at the scoreboard last Tuesday night. And that is when the crowd cheered and that was a shot at President Trump. Now, the man is entitled. If he's getting shots thrown at him, the man is 100% entitled to throw shots back. I don't even fault the man for that. Matter of fact, I thought he handled it quite well. But shots fired nonetheless. Shots fired nonetheless. Now, uh, if, if Ron DeSantis and, and Trump was just Democrat division, as some of you think it is, then Ron DeSantis would have said, what are you talking about? Uh, this is just, hey, he's, he, Trump is Trump. I, he has my full support. Let's move forward. Let's take this country back. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. <laughs> shots fired 
uh, back from Ron DeSantis. Not hard shots, little warning shots, but shots fired nonetheless. The only reason I started with the uh, with that for the cold open today, folks, is to tell you is so you understand that it's not just Democrat division. Now, Democrats love it, and they'll use it to divide 100%. But this Republican Party's been divided since President Trump ran through 16 establishment Republican GOP losers on that stage like a hot knife through butter in 2016. Let's not get it twisted, ladies and gentlemen. Folks, you are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV Live from America. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show. Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you live, as always, from the live free or die granted state of New Hampshire, and it's a blessing and an honor to do this show for you every single day. I have got a show, a jam-packed show for you tonight. We've got Mike Crispy coming on. He's going to join with me. Mike and myself know we, we, we talk to a lot of We'll just say this. Mike and myself, we talk to a lot of people that are very, very close to the whole Kevin McCarthy thing. Mike himself, especially running for U.S. Congress, got our first hand uh, peek peekaboo at how bad Kevin McCarthy really is. So don't think that we don't got we don't have people right then and there. We're going to be talking about that tonight. We're going to be talking about how the fact that Kevin McCarthy, you're hearing his elected speaker of the house is absolute fake news. That's not true, but you're hearing that everywhere. You even see reputable news stations saying Kevin McCarthy nominated for Republican GOP speaker of the house. Oh, and and the way they word it makes you think that he is going to be the next speaker of the house. That's not true. That's fake news. We'll get into that tonight and so much more. But do you know what else I heard? Now, I usually, usually I will tell you that if you take the two uh, words I heard out of the dictionary, nobody would have anything to talk about. But in this business, in politics, I heard usually leads to, yeah, that's true. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, from what I heard today, uh, Carrie Lake just touched down in Florida. Carrie Lake just touched down in Florida. Now, I also seen, um, when I said this, I saw some people say, what is she doing in Florida? She should be right here in Arizona. Trust me, she's got a team of people uh, right there in Arizona. Now, I don't know if this is 100% true. I'm just telling you that the, the squawking behind the scenes is that Carrie Lake touched down in Florida today. I guess we'll find out. But if she did, I wonder why. I just wonder why. And also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as you know, our very own, thank you very much, Kong. God bless you for that $20 donation. As you know, that helps keep uh, Eli, producer Eli here. Uh, Exactly. Nominated but not elected. Exactly. There are no reputable news stations. Sure there is. Aeropink. Sure there is. It's called LFA. It's called LFA, and I'm glad you're here tonight. God bless you. Um, but big shout out to Antonio Sabato Jr. Antonio Sabato Jr. Um, is in, is at Mar-a-Lago right, is at Mar-a-Lago right now. Jeremy, but Charlie said he got elected. It was 181 to 31. Dina from Arizona. No, no, no. He got nominated and he had 20 more deflectors than they thought they were going to have. That shows, that spells disaster for Kevin McCarthy for the next two months. Okay. It goes in stages, but we'll get to that. But anyway, big shout out to Antonio Sabato Jr. He is down there right now, and they called him three times after they sent him an invitation because he wasn't going to go. He wasn't going to go. And they called him, and they asked him, please, you need to come. We need you. So I don't know what this is. Obviously, we know it's, it's, it's one thing. It's him going to – he's definitely going to announce. But it's something bigger than that, and I'm super, super excited uh, for tonight. Let me give some shout-outs because uh, – hey, um, I don't know if I can – hey, Eli. Are you out there? 
Okay, Eli's busy. All right, well, we got some stuff in the mail, and I wanted to show it to you, but it's really big. Some of the stuff is really big, and I don't know if I can get it in here in time, but I want to thank Suzanne Vermontis, number one. Suzanne Vermontis, thank you so very much, as you can, uh, uh, well, I'm wearing an impeach Biden hat here, but uh, Suzanne Vermontis, thank you card. The pop-up figure, the rhino pop-up figure, which is out there, I thought I'd have it in here tonight, but I was running a little late. It actually looks like me when I wear my rhino hat. It's a Jack Black one. Uh, thank you for the T-shirts, the hats, the magnets, the bullet bottle openers, and the shot glasses. Eli, can you get that, uh, that uh, rhino Jack Black pop-up figure? I don't know where Sabrina put it, but if you could find it. Uh, thank you very much. Lori Mortis, uh, Moritz, thank you very much for that, for the rock. Oh, my. Uh, Larry uh, is a judge. And I'm going to get a hold of Larry someday. He's a judge, and he actually get, takes all these rocks that he finds, and he finds these amazing rocks, and he makes these beautiful, beautiful things out of them. And he made this huge hanging uh, rock uh, kind of like, let me see. No, I don't need those. I was just going to talk about that rock thing. Here is the uh, Jeremy Harrell rhino. <laughs> Check that out. <laughs> Check that out. There we go. Antonio Sabato Jr. is in the chat. Say hello. He's ASJR. There's the rhino thing. That's me when I wear my rhino hat. Thank you very much. I love gifts like that. It's absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. See if, I can, see if I can grab that. Hold on here, folks. Let me grab it by the top of the rocks there. Yeah, check this out. This is made of all rocks, ladies and gentlemen. Each and every one of these is an individual rock. And, of course, the wooden cross in between. All these are stones that he found. Beautiful, beautiful stones. Thank you so very much to the judge there. God bless him, Larry. Uh, And ladies and gentlemen, uh, Lori Lee Larson, thank you so very much. Connie Vogel, God bless you for the gospel minutes. Sandra Duvall, thank you very much for the letter and the donation. Dean Shaw, thank you so very much for the uh, donation. Sandra Bergen, God bless you as well. Thank you. Lloyd and Betty Atkins, thank you very much. Um, We got a donation and a note, and the only thing we got was a last name. Pendle, uh, thank you. And Linda Miller, thank you very much for the donation. For Lisa and Sterling, we're going to be sending Lisa and Sterling uh, another check here from the Slurp Fund next week. And uh, they've already received their first check. So uh, big, big shout out to those guys as well. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Thank you so very much. Let's get into uh, Jesus right now. Let's get into Jesus calling. We're 11 minutes past the hour. Today is November 15th, year of our Lord, 2022. So here we go. When you worship me, you connect with me in a powerful way that transcends time and circumstances. Praising me draws you into the depths of my presence where you can get a glimpse of my power and my glory. But folks, unless you're actively engaged in praising God, you're not going to get there, okay? No matter how difficult your day may seem, the light of my presence will shine through the darkness as you worship me. From Psalm 22.3 from the King James Version, it says, Thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest, the praises of Israel, and from Revelations 5, 11 through 12, then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and tens of thousands times tens of thousands. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders. In a loud voice, they sang, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. And before you turn out the light tonight, You vanquish the enemy and bring me glory when you worship me. How did praise get you victoriously through this day? I want to ask you all a question right now as we just broke 4,000 here on Rumble. How many of you praised God today? How many of you took your time today to get on your knees or to relax and just sit down and praise God and thank him 
through these troubled times. Thank him for what's going on in Arizona. I know that sounds weird to the non-believer, but trust me, there's a reason why. Thank him for what's going on in Florida tonight. Thank him for still having a free country where we can still do this. Folks, if we were living in a full communist country right now, trust me, I would not be able to do this. Maybe this will happen someday, but not today. And by the way, it is Mr. Tough Chocolate's birthday as well. So we're going to sing that. But first, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one. And let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Look at all those people praying. Look at all those people who said that they were giving God love today. All those people that said that I was praising God today. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what I want to hear. That's what we're all about. Thank God. Let's sing happy birthday right now to Mr. Tuff. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mr. Tuff chocolate. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. And ladies and gentlemen, before we get into the first and foremost section where we have our slurp of the day, let's give love real quick to Tim Gustafson, one of our own here uh, on Live from America. Tim Gustafson, who's actually uh, your Medicare options provider. He has already helped so many LFA family members find a better plan, a more affordable plan, more benefits. It is amazing. You have until December 7th. Most of you that watch this show are um, on some kind of Medicare. Get a hold of Tim by going to insuretyfinancialservices.com slash Medicaid. Get a hold of him today, and he'll save you money, and you'll get a better Medicare plan. This is not a promo code thing. This is a help you get a better Medicare plan thing, and that's it. Contact Tim Gustafson today, ladies and gentlemen. All right? All right? Insurety, uh, it's all in the the description of this page. Lift up your cups, because we've got one epic show ahead. Here we go. I like that. S. Rose says, no relaxing for this homeschooling single mom. Amen. Homeschooling, working, single mom. Amen. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has now declared a full invasion of our southern border. The exact same thing that we really needed Cary Lake elected to do. And I believe once you go through the entire legal challenges, you'll see Carrie Lake uh, did far, far better than what Katie Hobbs, uh, Secretary of State's office and the state of Arizona is projecting. However, let's get back to this because this is huge. Everybody has been riding Greg Abbott for a very long time to declare that border, a, a declare that southern border an invasion at the southern border. And everybody said, if he does not do that, he is a rhino. And I have been guilty of saying, you know what? How many times have I praised Governor Abbott? How many times have I given Governor Abbott the Smarty Award of the day? How many times have I said, you know what? I'm behind what Governor Abbott says. And so many people in Texas have been mad, very mad over the fact that he would not declare an invasion at that southern border. And it looks to me, ladies and gentlemen, like he just needed to get through his election so that they didn't do the same thing to him as they did right there to Kerry. The difference is he's already a governor and Kerry wasn't. So, ladies and gentlemen, there has been a border invasion declared by Texas. This is huge. Let's get into this story. This is the, st- this is the story that steals the day. 
until President Trump comes out tonight. I'll tell you that. It is about time, and I am so darn happy. Let's get into the story, okay? This is huge, huge, huge. He declared an invasion of the Texas southern border with Mexico, invoking the United States and the Texas constitutions. Over 5 million illegal aliens have crossed the U.S. southern border within Mexi- with Mexico since Joe Biden assumed the presidency on January 20th, 2021, and throughout President Trump's successful policies that secured our border. Let's build that wall, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's two years too late, Kari Kay, but better late than never, especially now. The flood of migrants at the, at the border continued in October with nearly 300,000 contacts and gotaways reported by Customs and Border Patrol, okay? Abbott says, I have invoked the invasion clauses of the United States and Texas constitutions to fully authorize Texas to take unprecedented measures to defend our state against an invasion. I am using the constitutional authority and over authorization and executive orders to keep our state and the rest of the country safe. Here's what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. First of all, thank you very much, Victory Hub. I love you too. Share this video and rumble like crazy. Deploy the National Guard to safeguard the border and to repel and turn back all illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, I should say, trying to cross the border illegally. They will deploy the Department of the Texas Department of Public Safety, the DPS, to arrest and return immigrants to the southern border who crossed illegally and to arrest illegal immigrants for criminal activity. Build a wall in multiple counties on the border, deploy gunboats, designate Mexican drug cartels as foreign terrorist organizations, enter into a compact with the other states to secure the border. Now, we already said that other states were going to step up. DeSantis already said he'll help out, okay? Carrie Lake said she'll help out when she becomes the governor. Enter into agreements with foreign powers to enhance border security. You know what our federal government should be doing. And provide resources for border counties to increase their efforts to respond to this border invasion. Those are laid out very clearly, ladies and gentlemen, Those are laid out very clearly by Governor Greg Abbott. He is not messing around. He's not farting around. This is what he's going to do, not what he wants to do, what he's going to do. Now, you can expect massive challenges by the Biden administration, but it doesn't matter because a state, per the Constitution, has the right to do this if the federal government is not holding up their end of the deal. Too bad. So sad for the Biden administration. What losers, ladies and gentlemen. I don't even have my candy. Son of a gun. You know what we're going to do, though? I don't need candy to give Governor Greg Abbott the Smarty Award of the Day. Oh, not the dum-dum. Let's give him the Smarty Award of the Day. He very much deserves it, ladies and gentlemen. And I've given it to him many, many times. But no time like the present to give it to him. This is the best thing that I think he's ever done as a governor. So go ahead, pull up that uh, cue, and boom, here we go. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, Smarty Award of the Day. goes to Governor Greg Abbott, and I can guarantee you that a lot of other governors, especially red governors, are actually going to get in on this, and they're going to help out and do something about it. Now, here's the crazy thing uh, that I want to talk about before we bring on uh, our guest tonight, which is going to be our one and only uh, Mike Crispy here on LFA TV, and that is this. We, uh, a majority of, of, of people in the United States wanted Carrie Lake elected to secure that southern border. Now, I'm not saying the majority of people in Arizona wanted her elected for that. 
The majority of people in Arizona wanted Carrie Lake elected and still want Carrie Lake elected for many reasons inside that state, especially with election, uh, election fraud and everything else that's going on. But outside of Arizona, we also wanted Carrie Lake to, be, to win for that uh, and, and still want her to win for those reasons. But really for us, for me right here in New Hampshire, it was simply because she was going to secure that southern border. Do you guys know how many miles of southern border there is in Arizona compared to how many miles of southern border there is in Texas? Let me give you a quick, uh, give a quick uh, lesson here. Texas shares 1,254 miles with Mexico at our southern border, while Arizona only has 370 miles. Now, those are 370 very important miles. Don't get me wrong. Everybody could be funneled right there. I get it. But the fact of the matter is that 1,254 of the 1,600 shared by these two states will be secure. And thank you to Governor Greg Abbott. If you're talking about putting a Band-Aid on something, that's, that's, that's stitching something up right there. So big, big shout out. Now let's get into this whole Kevin McCarthy thing. Okay? I know you guys, I, I, Jeremy, by the way, you're wearing an impeached Biden hat saying he's legally elected. He was selected. Trump is our legal elected president. Yeah, I get it, Laurel. I get it. Okay? I get it. We're talking about what's official and on the books, not what we know behind the scenes. But I get what you're saying, Laurel. And God bless you. I love you. All right, folks, let's bring on um, our guest for the night. You guys know him because he has a show here on Live from America. You probably also knew him from RSBN or on LFA TV, I should say. You probably also know him because he was on RSBN. I know him because he's awesome. And, uh, you know, like-minded people know like-minded people. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mike Crispy, host of Unafraid. How you doing tonight, brother? What is going on, sir? Great to be with you. And uh, making, I think, uh, this is my first nighttime appearance in a while. So honored to be joining you. And LFA TV is popping off. Thanks to your leadership. Grateful for it, sir. LFA TV, uh, you know what? Maybe my leadership, but uh, definitely uh, all glory goes to God, then the LFA family, then myself, because I'm just a guy who screams at a TV screen and uh, is is addicted to doing research all day. Uh, Mike, everybody in the world is freaking out. Kevin McCarthy's been elected to the Speaker of the House. Mike, that's fake news. Okay, and uh, I get what it's it maybe not be fake news, but it's definitely misleading news. I will uh, give you the floor to uh, explain what people see are seeing everywhere in the news and what stage we are in with the speakership. Right. Well, thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate it. And this is something that obviously I'm passionate about. And I talk on my show. Um, I personally, um, when I ran for Congress in New Jersey, was one of the individuals who ran in the primary and had millions of dollars poured against me, which was wasted, that could have been used to elect conservatives. And the biggest thing that Kevin McCarthy did, not only uh, when he broke with Trump and was a total weasel, but think about what he did in this primary cycle. Why did we lose these elections? Um, Not only voter fraud, but look at these swing districts in suburbs. What happened was you had competitive primaries where Kevin McCarthy picked this challenger and bankrolled them using RNC funds to the tune of tens of millions of dollars. That's reckless. That's wrong. He did it against Joe Kent defending Jamie Herrera Butler in impeachment rep. He did it in Florida against Anthony Sabatini. He did it against so many Trump endorsed candidates. He did it in Missouri. He endorsed it. Yeah. He did it in Missouri so, and he also did it in North Carolina with Madison Cawthorn. I mean, the list goes on and on. 
So Kevin McCarthy has been utterly reckless. Um, there should have been a historic pickup in the house, but unfortunately we didn't get it. And in order to win campaigns, guys, you got to have money. Message is important, support and volunteers, but you got to have the money to reach the masses. It's just a reality. And Democrats always have three or four times the amount of money as Republicans. And we win with less because we do it with message. But Kevin McCarthy recklessly drained the bank accounts and put all this oppo research out on candidates who limped across the finish line. And then they were obviously vanquished by their Democrat challengers. Sandy Smith in North Carolina. Kevin McCarthy spent $4 million against her uh, in her primary. She won, and then she lost in the general in a district we should have won. But guys, this is good what happened, because basically what you're seeing is in Washington, you have the newly elected Congress getting together uh, to go over the rules, to go over how the, the conference is going to function, to go over basically everything that's going to start in next year's session. And what they do is, is every single year, the Republicans and the Democrats meet and they vote on their leader. And that person then goes up for the speakership. So Kevin McCarthy vied for the speakership. He was in front of the panel, essentially the, the conference, that votes on it. And Kevin McCarthy won a majority of the vote because there are 218 Republicans. Kevin McCarthy lost 30, I think it was 30 or 31 votes, which basically says to everybody and should say to everybody, sure, he won the majority and he's going to be nominated on the floor to be the speaker against Pelosi. But the beauty is, the most important part of this is, is that Kevin McCarthy, it's been proven, does not have the votes to be speaker. So, guys, 30 votes. We were expected, the House Freedom Caucus and the people that I know, they were expecting, Jeremy, to lose maybe 10 votes. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I heard. Yeah. 30-plus votes. I know, 20 more than they thought. That's bad news for Kevin more. McCarthy. That's bad news because from now, folks, uh, so, so let me just kind of speak in LFA language here for you. There are stages of electing a Speaker of the House, okay? There are stages. And he was nominated by, what was it, 183, 189, whatever yeah. it was. But there was 30-plus people who said, no, thank you, okay? They were expecting 10. They might be able to overcome some uh, a 10-vote uh, 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 deflection in January. Right. But to overcome a 30-vote deflection, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's definitely not going to yes. happen. So, so, so that's what you saw today was this stage. Now, he's got from now until what, January 4th, is it, Mike? Is it January 4th? Yep, yep, yep. So, About, yeah. so from now until January 4th to make everybody believe I'm speaker material. Up until then, he did, he's not elected. He might have been nominated to go on the speaker or on the floor for a vote. But from now until then, anybody, anybody could get their name out and could get their name out there could be on that vote. We don't know what's going to happen. And we've got Steve so, Scalise, who might be majority majority leader. Uh, and you've also got Andy Biggs who wants it. And who knows what Trump's going to say tonight? There's a lot, a lot more that goes into it, Mike. Yeah. So I think this is good news for everybody because what you see here, guys, is Kevin McCarthy is now going to spend Thanksgiving and Christmas trying to win over these people. Amen. And these are people that Kevin McCarthy has been trying to deal with. And the, the, the Freedom Caucus doesn't have bad demands. Their demands are to return the rules of the Congress back to what it was before Nancy Pelosi changed them. Nancy Pelosi changed the rules and made it a top-down Congress. It's supposed to be a bottom-up Congress of the people. Kevin McCarthy is unwilling to change that. It speaks to the swamp monster that he is. So the rules are not unreasonable. They've been laid out. They're there. And Kevin McCarthy has been unwilling to negotiate. Now, what's going to happen is on January 4th or whatever day it is, he's going to go up for a vote. 
and neither McCarthy or Pelosi are going to have the majority as it stands today because they're going to have to vote for speaker. So McCarthy will be short. Pelosi will be short because you see Andy Biggs name in there. Right. People will vote for him. They'll right. vote for other candidates. So because it, McCarthy will not win and you need a majority to become the speaker, it will then go to a second ballot. You guys are familiar with that. It'll go to a second ballot. McCarthy will have time in between the first and the second to negotiate terms. And if he cannot negotiate terms, he'll lose again. He'll lose in the second ballot. So people are already angling behind the scenes from my sources yeah. to try to pick up where Kevin McCarthy will fall flat on his face. So you see people like, and he hasn't said it, but Steve Scalise, who you mentioned, Jeremy, Steve Scalise is saying in public, yes, I support McCarthy, all this. But in reality, he's furious with Kevin McCarthy because Kevin McCarthy has done so many things to harm the party. Now, is Steve Scalise great? No. no. But is Kevin McCarthy one of the worst threats we've seen yet? Oh, yeah. So yeah. I believe, Jeremy, that what's going to happen is McCarthy's going to get dumped in favor of somebody, as Matt Gates said on TV today, somebody who can get the majority that everybody can agree on. So right now, Kevin McCarthy is in dire straits. He's going to have to appease a lot more people than he initially thought. Yep. And I think that this is great. We should be happy about this because he cannot be Speaker, Jeremy. It is the worst thing oh, that yeah, could happen the with the Republican majority. It, it would be the worst. I mean, it, I, no, let's let's put it, let's say this. Nancy Pelosi's the worst, okay? But it's not too yeah. far above that, okay? The, yeah. one, the one thing that, that, that we can say about Kevin McCarthy is he's a pushover and a coward, and President Trump likes using him as a doormat. So if President Trump says, I want, you know, I'll, I'll put my support behind Kevin McCarthy, it isn't because he likes the guy. It's because he knows he can walk all over him, and the guy will say, Correct. yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Everybody, you need 218 votes. You need 218 votes. You need as many people as it takes to be the majority to actually vote you in as speaker of the house because the democrats are all going to vote for nancy pelosi the republicans yep. are all going to vote for one person right now he doesn't have them now mike before i let you go let's talk about this let's um let's somebody keep people keep saying we're fighting the wrong fight we're not this is the right fight trust me we need the house and we need the people in the house that are going to do what the house gives them the power to do that is massively important for 2024. Massively important. If you had a speaker in there and you had, we have 155 MAGA Republicans that I know of that are going to the House. 155. I want to have 218 MAGA Republicans because then we can really do whatever we got to do, whether we got to play the ballot harvesting game, whatever we got to do to make sure that Trump actually is on a level playing field while doing all these investigations until we get a new DOJ who will actually indict somebody who will actually put somebody in jail. It's a long process, but let's talk about one thing real quick before I let you go. Kevin McCarthy negotiating. I'm hearing, and I know you're hearing because we just talked before the show, that Kevin McCarthy might be powerless if he accepts, if he, if he makes a deal to be the Speaker of the House. He might be that, but he'd be absolutely powerless because they would make a clause to what? Uh, to uh, uh, vacate the chair. To right? get rid of him for is? whatever reason, yeah. whenever reason. So ladies yeah. and gentlemen, from what I'm hearing is if they do make a deal with this guy, if he does do backdoor deals to make sure that he gets the speakership, they're going to put it in there. Okay, we'll let you be speaker because you know, you've got this political clout here. But here's the deal, you have no power. Because uh, a panel of 10 people or a panel of eight Republicans, whatever it is, or a special committee or a subcommittee or whatever can vote to get you out at any time. Do you agree? And Kevin McCarthy will go, yes, sir, because he wants the title. He wants the yeah, title. Yeah. These Freedom Caucus people are heroes. They need to be celebrated right now. Amen. They are literally saving our Congress Amen. the way it's supposed to be run. And I'll say one last thing. There's this thing going around. It's fake news. It's gaslighting purported by Kevin McCarthy's people. And that is that, oh, if we don't all get behind him, then a Democrat can win 
or Liz Cheney will get thrown in. Guys, it's it's too convoluted and too yeah. stupid to even explain. Yeah, but yeah. that's never going to happen. Never. These Freedom Caucus members want a real conservative. They're not going to turn around and then make a deal with the Democrats and vote for a moderate Democrat. It's just not going to happen. It's silly. That is Kevin McCarthy influencing the media behind his good friend Paul Ryan, who is on the board at Fox News. And Jeremy, that's why we got LFA TV, because we got to give the people a place for the real truth. <laughs> That, you know, the, the, that's the whole idea of LFA TV is to when things really start heating up and the shift really hits the fan, that there's somebody that you can go to that you can trust. Now, am I right on my on my on my own personal projections 100 percent of the time? No, I didn't think Mike Pence would be a scumbag like that. I didn't think that I thought these 66 election laws that we put into place in these swing states would actually be adhered to. And the laws are there, but they weren't. So all I know is that we give you the truth and then you get our. Very biased opinions. Uh, Mike Crispy, unafraid every single day here, Monday through Friday, LFA TV on Rumble, Roku, Fire Stick, and our app downloaded on your Apple and Google uh, Play stores every single day, 12 p.m. Eastern time. Mike, I'll give you the last 10 seconds, sir. Jeremy, appreciate it. Uh, I can't wait for tonight. It's going to be amazing what President Trump does. Uh, This is a really important time. The media right now is pushing things. They're pushing anybody but Trump, essentially. President Trump's going to reset the narrative tonight. Can't wait for it, Jeremy. I hope you live stream it. I don't know if you're going to do that, but I hope you do. No, you know what? I was going to. I was going to, but um, uh, RSBN's going to be there. RAV's going to be there. I'm going to sit there in my living room. I will, however, go live on my Getter page right after. So if you guys want my commentary right after, I will be going live on the Getter page uh, as well. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mike Crispy uh, every single day, 12 p.m. Catch his show, Unafraid, and also follow him all over uh, social media and his podcast as well. Mike, brother, love you, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, buddy. All right, folks, there you go. There it is. Mike Crispy, the one and only. How many crispy critters we got in here? We got crispy critters now. We got Harold's homies. We got Perez's Patriots. We got Loud Crowd. It's unbelievable. We got Antonio Sabato Jr. Uh, from It's My Turn down at Mar-a-Lago tonight. I don't think there's any stop in this LFA family now. And we got all of you. So God bless you. Thank you all very much. Uh, before we get to the next thing, we're going to get into this, um, this FTX Ukraine thing again. Because it was actually in violation of uh, President Trump's uh, executive order and a Biden executive order. We'll get to that in a minute, but right now we're going to say, uh, we're going to give some love right now to Field of Greens, folks, because Field of Greens, uh, much like Gold Co., has been a sponsor here for quite a while now. Field of Greens has done a great, great job helping, uh, helping fill the gap where donors just couldn't, they just can't donate right now. And that's okay. So many people have said, you know what? I wanted to be a donor my whole life, but I, I just couldn't do it because we're working two jobs right now. We're, 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 we're struggling. We're tapping into our 401k. It's been crazy. So I want to thank Field of Greens. Personally, Field of Greens have given back to us so much. They've, let, they've allowed me to give out gift baskets and everything. And ladies and gentlemen, this Field of Greens stuff, for all of you who don't know, might be new to the show, this is all your daily uh, vegetables and fruits that you need in one scoop. And it's all organic and it's all real. And it'll change your life. You'll lose weight. 99.9% of the people in this LFA family that do this have lost a ton of weight. You'll have energy. You'll have focus. It's amazing. I'm telling you what, you breathe better. You use natural stuff for relief and, and, and anything that, uh, that you uh, need to relief or focus on. And you uh, get your daily amount of what God made, you know, ha- made for Adam and Eve to have, fruits and vegetables. And you've, it's amazing how incredible you feel. If you're in the chat, let the newcomers know how Field of Greens works for you. Go to fieldofgreens.com, ladies and gentlemen. Use the promo code LFA and get 15% off today, fieldofgreens.com. And I don't sponsor, I don't let anybody sponsor the show that I don't use their product. Just know that. 
All right. I want to go back to this FTX crime syndicate thing with the Democrats, the rhinos, and Ukraine. Now, we knew something like this was going on for a long time. We knew something like this was going on for a long time, but we never pinpointed it down to one thing. And that was what? Crypto money. Cryptocurrency, ladies and gentlemen. Cryptocurrency. Would never eat enough without Field of Greens, T. Mitchell. <laughs> oh, waiting for my fourth jar. Look at that. All right. Um, cryptocurrency. That's how they've been funneling the money so that you couldn't follow the money. So you'd have a harder time following the money. We now know all this. Okay. It's been days since this FTX report has come out that these donations to Democrats and rhinos from foreign entities like Ukraine funneling through Ukraine so that they could all get rich, right? We got to give more money to Ukraine. We got to give it to them. We got to give it to them. They need it to buy more leather thongs and make more stupid, weird, gay videos. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it violates Executive Order 13848. Uh, Let me say that one more time. Executive Order uh, 13848. 13848. It was signed by President Trump and President Biden. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, Laurel, I know you don't like me wearing this impeach Biden hat because it admits something, but uh, if he's signing executive orders, he may not be real in real life, but he's real on the books, all right? But let's get into this real quick. Um, 40, it was at least $40 million that was donated to the Democrats from FTX. That's at least, there was also money donated to Mitch McConnell. We talked about that earlier. What was it, $2.5 million, okay? We also learned is that uh, FTX is, a register, is registered in where? The Bahamas. This was noted last week when it was reported that the officials in the Bahamas had questioned SBF, okay? This brings us to the next most important question. Was it legal for the Democrats to be receiving money from FTX since it's housed in a foreign country? Because we've got to attack this the, easy, the easiest way possible, right? The easiest way possible. FTX reportedly had multiple entities under its umbrella. It's unknown why so many entities were needed, but this makes the tracking of assets far more challenging. Many people invested with the FTX crypto exchange and their investments or purchases of crypto maybe never even occurred. Instead of buying a cryptocurrency of the individual's desire, the money was used for other things. This is why it's being referred to as a Ponzi scheme. If the money going to the politicians was US-based, i.e. from FTX US, Okay, and not FTX Ukraine. Was that even legal? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't because of the fact that they have so many companies and so many foreign, uh, and so many foreign countries that it just can't, it, it's, it definitely is not legal. Definitely is not legal. And we know it's really money laundering. But if you're looking at it from the most simple uh, 5,000 foot overview, it's definitely not legal. The reason the donations going to the Democrats were arguably illegal is that they conflict with Executive Order 13848. This was an executive order that was drafted under President Trump and then re-signed by Weekend at Bernie's himself, Joe Biden, okay? After Sidney Powell reportedly discussed this emergency order with the January 6th commission and right before taking a huge swig of Diet Dr. Pepper, Sidney Powell says President Trump was very interested and ceases findings and the terms of executive order 13848, which relates to foreign interference in an election. You guys all remember this, right? We talked about 13848 forever. Although there has been no evidence of foreign power altering the outcome uh, or vote tabulation in any United States election, except for what I believe Mike Lindell has, 
Foreign powers have historically sought to exploit America's free and open political system. And in recent years, the proliferation of digital devices and Internet-based communications has created significant vulnerabilities and magnified the scope and intensity of the threat of a foreign interference. Look at TikTok. TikTok is a perfect example, ladies and gentlemen. Look at TikTok. Oh, I hereby declare a national emergency to deal with this threat. Accordingly, I hereby order section one, not later than 45 days after the conclusion. Of course, we know this. We know this executive order, but Biden re-signed this executive order and it's still in place. So wouldn't the Democrats taking donations from FTX, whose principal businesses was located in the Bahamas and who was whose transactions were related to money in the United States sent to Ukraine be a violation of this executive order? And I would hope that Sidney Powell and a ton of attorneys are on top of this, okay? Because that's the easiest way to say what you did was illegal. Okay, you want to get into the money laundering thing, you want to get in deeper, that is something that you're never going to win that fight unless you get this fight out of the way. And that is, did it violate the executive order or did it not? Did it or did it not? TikTok is involved in this too, ladies and gentlemen. Don't think they're not. Lovebug says Field of Greens is cleaning you out. Thank you very much for the $35 rumble rant. Nikki, let's, uh, can we pull up the chat? We haven't pulled up the chat for a couple days. Uh, maybe we pulled it up yesterday. I don't know. Let's pull up the chat. There it is. Look how fast that chat's going. Look at that right here. We've got, who donated this $35? Nikki, 1973, says praise God. We got Nancy Brewer donated $75, 25 for each of the three ladies you were donating to today. Love you. Brother Nancy from Texas. We'll love you too. Look out, look at this amazing chat. Joe Bo says it won't happen. Jeremy, thanks, Joe. Love you, brother. Love your uh, enthusiasm and your positivity every single day. I saw five people saying they got emergency messages testing on their phones, different states. Um, no difference, Melly. They both stink, says Terry Sue 55. I love this getter chat. I mean, the rumble chat. Love getter too. Love getter too, but love definitely love this rumble chat, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Oh, wait, I didn't pay taxes. Never mind, says Bad Moon. <laughs> uh, last Wolf Standing says MTG wasn't looking too good in an interview with Bannon. No, she definitely wasn't. No, she definitely wasn't. Um, nice, Jeremy, but what will really happen with this, says Victoria. Well, I don't know, Victoria. I, I know one thing. If we don't talk about it, nothing will ever happen with it, right? Talking about it leads to action. Action leads to happening. Problem is, you and I aren't Superman we don't have uh, big time lawyer degrees and million dollar budgets. So we can only do what we can do here. And that's why I report information to you. Information. That's what I do. I mean, what else am I supposed to do? I wish I could put on an LFA cape right now, fly through this wall and go and literally save everybody in the world. Unfortunately, I can't. Unfortunately, I can't. Love you too, Vicky. Love you too. All right, let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Fox News, never Trumper. Uh, Brit, who cares, Hume. Does, any, does anybody care about Brit, Brit Hume, by the way? Huh? Southern Citizen, you're not live on Getter now, no, Jeremy. Nope, we're not. Does anybody uh, care about Brit Hume? Brit, who cares, Hume? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Brit, who cares, Hume, says Donald Trump is, uh, Donald Trump's star is fading. How many of you agree with that? How many of you agree with uh, Fox News' Brit Hume saying that, Donald Trump's star is fading. Hmm. Anyway, let's get into this. <laughs> let's get into this real quick. Even though he's dominating polls, all yeah. The conservative media establishment has used Donald Trump as a scapegoat for the Republican Party's disappointment midterm. 
uh, disappointing midterm while ignoring his, I, I don't, again, I want to stop it right there. How is taking the house disappointing? Like, I get it. It's disappointing that we didn't get the full red wave, the full red tsunami, whatever, you know, however we want to call it. But how is taking the house <laughs> disappointing? I don't know. I'll never, I'll never, uh, I guess we just want too much. Uh, while ignoring his many successful endorsements, right? Because he had far more wins than he did losses. And now they're prematurely proclaim, proclaiming that his political demise is here as he begins another presidential campaign. Fox News' channel senior political analyst Britt Who Cares Hume on Monday, nobody cares, uh, became the latest to prematurely bury the Donald when asked if the Fox, on Fox News' channel special report whether Trump was losing his influence in the GOP, Britt Hume replied this. I think in a way, he, talk, almost talks like, he almost talks like Mitch McConnell, right? Like the both of them don't even together have a bottom jaw. I think that in terms of, a, uh, of opinion and in terms of influence, his star has faded, <laughs> says the person that nobody knows at all. That doesn't mean he's not a big factor and, he's, and, and that getting past him for the Republican Party look, uh, looking ahead to 2024, it could get ugly. It could get bloody. Oh, it's going to be. Wait till you hear what I have to say at the last part of the show. It could get painful. Oh, it will be. It could cause enough Republicans who were for Trump uh, to move away and, uh, and, and, and distance themselves from President Donald J. Trump. Let me just tell you this right now, okay, ladies and gentlemen? Let me just tell you this right now. The raid at Mar-a-Lago, what's going on with that? The January 6th committee. Talked a little bit about it today. What's going on with that? The Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. Donald Trump and all these. Oh, by the way, does everybody know that the uh, investigations in New York are done? Letitia James, yeah, those are done. Those are done now. Huh. So you ask me, why did all these, I said, I told you that it's, it's only to drag Trump's name through the mud so they can make him look like he is not as big as he once was. But let me tell you something. After tonight, he's going to be bigger than you ever imagined. So you better lock and load, Dems. You better lock and load, Rhinos. Because from what I understand, after President Trump announces tonight, it's going to be bad for you. Let's just say that. It's going to be very, very bad for every single one of you. Now, let's talk about another bitter rhino, uh, Miss Piggy lookalike, Liz Cheney. She tweeted out a very, very uh, outrageous statement. Basically, uh, it was directed at Carrie Lake. But ladies and gentlemen, she is basically taking, she is taking uh, credit for the mainstream media and Carrie Lake, uh, Katie Hobbs calling the race in Arizona for herself. Liz Cheney's taking credit for that. Yep, she tweeted this out. Remember when, um, remember when Carrie Lake sent her a, uh, a letter that said defeated member of Congress, keep, uh, uh, keep, keep uh, basically campaigning against me because your word is actually uh, pushing me up in the polls. Remember that? She said, thank you for your generous and kind contribution to my campaign. Everything you do, everything you touch is a stain and you're going to make me win. Well, I want to show you what, uh, what uh, Liz Cheney, can we pull this up on, let me see if we can, yeah, we'll put it right there. Let me show you what Liz Cheney tweeted back today. Ladies and gentlemen, check this out. You're welcome, at Carrie Lake. Now, had this been from somebody who has any political clout whatsoever, and had this been from somebody who actually had a hand in them stealing the election in, 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 in Arizona or continuing to try, then that would be a baller move. That would be a boss move, okay? That would be a really baller move. But coming from Liz Cheney, who just lost by 40 points in her own state as an incumbent Republican... Ladies and gentlemen, you know it and I know it. Let's go ahead and give her the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. 
Like I said, I'm not going to put up the graphic because I don't even have the candy to throw. But let's just put it to, let's put it this way. You had nothing to do with it, Liz Cheney. You are busted. You are broke. You are definitely a loser. Do we got that? Let's play I'm it. There it is. There it is. I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. What an absolute loser that she is. She just doesn't understand oh, it hi, ever. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Yes, you are, Liz Cheney. You're still a piece of garbage. Oh, unbelievable. Like she had a like she had a hand in it. Obviously, if they stole it, you didn't do anything. The yellow teletubby. Liz who that's a good one good shepherd says Liz who let's put the chat let's uh, let's bring the chat uh back up for the uh, for the LFA family here Eli here we go check it out Liz who uh she had nothing to do with it says Lisa Nakan. exactly exactly loser 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 says Sharon bunch of freaks I saw that on getter says Lulu red Fox News is dead says yes you are correct about that how far uh, that's asking somebody else a question. You are the weakest link, says Sarah. Goodbye. Goodbye, says Sarah. You are the weakest link. And I'd like to give a big shout out right now to Capital Ming. Thank you very much. $15. Speaker Trump, let's go. It'll be exciting to see Nancy's face. Wouldn't it be great if that was President Trump's announcement? I'm not only running for president, but I'm taking over Speaker of the House too. So give me that gavel, stretch face Armstrong. There you go. That would be great. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, one more. One more quick uh, sponsor love here to Home Title Lock. Uh, for, uh, producer Frankie. If you guys know Producer Frankie at Mike Crispy's show, Unafraid, his father used Home Title Lock and saved his butt. Saved his house. Saved all the equity that he had in his house over 30 years, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Home Title Lock, it works. And nowadays, the people are not going after your home, your, uh, your identity. They're going after your home. Because it can be done in six steps. It can be done in 10 minutes. And in 10 minutes, I can have all the equity that you have in your home and I can go borrow against it. Legally. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. I've had the guy from Home Title Lock on here who did this to 160 houses and spent 13 years in jail for it. And then they hired him when he got out and started Home Title Lock, ladies and gentlemen. $19.95 a month. You can protect your entire home. They can do it, and they can do it quick. I could do it right now. I've even been shown how to do it. I don't know, I don't know if that's a good news or not. But uh, Producer Frankie's house was saved from this. So it definitely works. And so many people in the LFA family already have it. Home Title Lock. Dot com promo code LFA get in there today and save your house or at least put a shield around it okay they steal elections they'll steal your house next all right moving on Nevada Supreme Court this is good news I pretty much got good news the rest of the show I got three more stories and it's all good news so I pray and pray and pray that you'll stay with me okay Nevada Supreme Court has rejected the Democrats petition to stop the hand count of county ballots and I think because of this judge's decision that you're going to see a recount in Nevada, especially with Adam Laxalt. That's what they're pushing for. And it'll be able to be hand recount, recounted. Uh, the justices there in Nevada also said there is no law that clearly pr- prohibits a hand count simultaneously to a machine count. This is in Nye County. Anybody in Nevada's Nye County, NYE, put up your hands because we got people all over the country watching. The Nevada Supreme Court has unanimously rejected a petition to stop the hand count of midterm ballots in the state's Nye County. The six justices, in their order, filed Monday night in response to the petition by the ACLU of Nevada and the Brennan Center for Justice that uh, said they did not demonstrate that the court's intervention was actually warranted. And this was first put out by uh, TV station uh, News 3LV. The justices also said there's no law that clearly prohibits a hand count 
uh, by itself or simultaneously to a machine count and that the petition raised several issues are not in the court's jurisdiction. The ACLU of Nevada called the hand count unnecessary and error-ridden. Unnecessary and error-ridden. But yeah, those, those machines did well, didn't they, on Tuesday night? And that it was, they were disappointed to see that the hand count circus is going to continue this go-around. Oh, if you think that's bad, wait until other counties start doing this. Nevada law requires that counties submit plans for election administration related to ballot security and voting accuracy to the Secretary of State's office prior to. They did not do that, so they are all butthurt. They are mad their panties are in a wad, and I want to give a big shout-out right now, if I can, to the uh, Nevada Supreme Court, because that's exactly right. If, if, if Laxalt concedes, then it's done. That's true, Bad Moon. That is 100% true. That is 100% true. How many rumbles we got? We got 48, close to 4,800 people watching, and we've got 1,360 rumbles. Let's see if we can get to 2,000 rumbles before the end of the show. Moving on, more good news, ladies and gentlemen. Tim Allen. Tim Allen is coming back with a new miniseries that he says will address and put the Christ back in Christmas. Boy, do I love Tim Allen. And I will have Tim Allen on this show someday. Guaranteed. But let's get right to it, folks. Actor-producer Tim Allen, one of our favorites, has become a fixture of Christmas season entertainment over the past couple of decades with the Santa Claus film series. The three movie series in that series have together grossly uh, have together grossed nearly a half a billion dollars. Now it is for Disney, but 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 Tim Allen is not a uh, is not a Disney suck up. I can tell you that. Um, Allen's three Christmas movies are fully are full of family friendly fun, broad comedy, and physical gags. But the Disney legend wants to deeper with this streaming series. He wants to go deeper with this new Santa Claus streaming series. And he says, how exactly religion will come into play remains unclear, especially, oh, this is what Andy Ortiz wrote. How exactly religion will come into play remains unclear, especially considering the original trilogy of films never explicitly went that direction. But according to Tim Allen, it was important to him that if he was to do this, that the Santa Claus did put Christ Back into Christmas. It's originally had a lot of otherworldly characters and ghosts and goblins. And he said, no, this is Christmas. It's Christ Mass. It literally is a religious holiday, the star added. We don't have to blow trumpets, but I do want to acknowledge it. That's what it's all about. And if you want to get into the Santa Claus role, you're going to have to go back into history. It's about Christianity. Amen. Oh, Laxalt conceded, Scotty said. Laxalt did concede. I'm not sure. I'm just hearing that. Tim Allen is not a puppet. That's right. He just said he's putting Christ back into Christmas if we're doing anything with these Santa Claus movies. Amen. Way to stand up, Tim Allen. Way to stand up. Last Man Standing was a great show. The uh, Tool Time, uh, the Home Improvement was an amazing show. I've been a Tim Allen fan for 30 years. And amen to him to say, we're putting Christ back in Christmas or you get no Santa Claus. I absolutely love it. Praise God. God working in mysterious ways. And we should focus on the good things that God's doing rather than the bad thing that's happening in this world because of Satan. That's right, Troy, a Michigander. A Michigander all the way. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That would be wonderful for Tim Allen. I love that guy. Amen. All right. Now, here's the last part of the show, and this is what I was waiting for. Ladies and gentlemen, from what I hear... Trump is ready for war. Trump is ready for war. This comes from a close aide to him. Saying this. First, let me read this one part, and then I'll I'll read what the, uh, the close Trump aide said. Okay, you ready for this? Trump wanted to launch his presidential campaign. 
on the night before the election. That's when I wanted him to do it. But his aides persuaded him to wait. I don't like that. I don't like that. Since then, he has promised a big announcement tonight. Okay? I would expect Trump to come out swinging Tuesday, says an unnamed uh, advisor. People forget that he eviscerated 16 Republicans in 2016. That's what we were talking about before in the show. And has kept the entire party in check through fear since then. This is war, said the advisor. I'm sure there will be challengers, the advisor continued. I'm sure there'll be people filing lawsuits and trying to stop it and do whatever they can. But check out what they said. They better show up ready for war because President Trump said nothing is off the table this go around. Laura, Laura Trump, President Trump's daughter-in-law and close advisor, reached out to the Ron DeSantis campaign and strongly urged Ron DeSantis not to run against her father-in-law in this 2024 presidential primary. She says, I think he's a smart enough guy to know it would be great to have all of you and all of the support of MAGA and the America First movement in 2028. But if you run against my father-in-law in 2024, it's going to be war. Ladies and gentlemen, if you remember what Donald Trump had to do in 2016 and what he was ready for and what he did and how he came through with his promises, and you say you're a Trumper now, and you say you're loyal now to President Trump, trust that whatever he's got planned, he's coming out swinging. And I, bl- I, I fully believe that. This man will finish what he started, and I have full trust and faith in him. Now, if something were to happen and Ron DeSantis was the one running for president in 2024 and President Trump was not there, I guess we'll have to see. I guess we'll have to see. But are you ready for war? I'm ready for war. Is this LFA family ready for war? If you are, I'm popping up the chat right now. I'm popping on the Rumble chat. I want to see this LFA family sound off. Are you ready for war? I want to address Breckelman. They will still steal it from him. Doubt it. Not going to happen. He's not going to allow that this time. Obviously, if he's ready for war, something big is coming. Okay? Storm is coming in three hours, says Kanjazo. What time is Trump on? 9 p.m. Nothing has changed since November 2020. That's wrong, and you have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Melissa Steffi, how you doing? Good to see you. Trump on at 9. I believe him too, Jeremy. God bless. I'm loyal to Trump. God bless. Let's go, says MAGA mom. I hear you, Clee. Angel Eyes, yes, I'm ready. Peggy says, I'm ready. Time is now. Let's go. Look how fast that chat's going, everybody. I'm ready, says Lacey. God bless you. I'm ready, says Vicky. I believe Trump is armed and ready, says Sissy. Ladies and gentlemen, it is on like Donkey Kong. I am ready for whatever it takes to make sure that we bury these uniparty rhinos and these Democrat swamp donkey scumbags. I am ready for war. I'm ready to die physically, figuratively, whatever, spirit, whatever you want to say. I'm ready. Let's go. There's a little old hashtag that I keep seeing across, L- uh, across the LFA universe, and it's this. Hashtag LFG LFA. I'll leave that for you to figure out. LFG LFA. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for my broadcast tonight. I will come live tonight after Trump's speech. I 
promise. Until then, please go to JeremyHarrell.com. Look at all of these hot items and all these sales. You got your Jesus calling. Will you accept or will you decline? You got your faith, family, freedom, armor of God shirts. You got your armor of God plaques. You got your freedom towels. You can't beat Trump. You can't beat God. So much going on. We got massive 50% off sales. Take advantage of them while you can. We got bundle deals. Go to JeremyHarrell.com. If you scroll down to the bottom of the page, Look at that. All my social media. You can click right there and you can go to every one of them. But this is what I really wanted you to see right here. A gift for those in need. We got Christmas coming, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to put Christ back in Christmas. No one should be without the basic instructions before leaving earth. The Bible will help you navigate life's journey with love. If you are truly in need of a Bible or know somebody who needs one, please sign up and we will send you one at no charge. And while you're there, scroll down a little bit farther and sign up for the Revolution newsletter right there on JeremyHerald.com. There are right ways. There are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Catch me tonight after Trump's speech live on Getter, not here on Rumble, on Getter only for tonight's live. I love you guys. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. Keep spreading that gospel. Pray, 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 and I will talk to you guys either later tonight or I'll see the rest of you tomorrow morning. God bless you. I love you. Peace.